0: Any uh, thoughts, comments, questions about last week? I know we kind of spent more time than anticipated talking about the, uh, the four quotations uh, from William Willman, Mortimer Adler, Dallas Willard, and Peter Berger. But uh, any thoughts, comments, questions, observations, witty remarks? <laughs> jokes. Anybody hear any good jokes from last week? Mm-hmm. All right, then let's um, get straight to it with baptism. So we were talking about sacraments. Hi, Hi Sue. You may, you may sit there. All right. Uh, we We're talking about sacraments, and of course, uh, our definition of sacrament would be um, something that is directly instituted by Jesus, has a visible element, and contains God's word of promise that is... That is attached to it, okay. such that really there are two, two and a half, three sacraments. Baptism, the Lord's Supper, and then Confession and Absolution. Um, so the, the visible element being the pastor standing in the place of Christ, uh, giving the word of, of absolution, the word of forgiveness. Right. Um, baptism is pretty, pretty obvious from the end of Matthew. Go and baptize as I have, as I have taught you, teaching them everything that I have commanded you. Uh, Baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit And then the Lord's Supper obviously is all four Gospels to some degree And also 1 Corinthians talks about um, the Lord's Supper And what we do in coming together around uh, the sacrament of the altar So any uh, questions about that? Well,
1: baptism was not a foreign concept, correct?
0: That is a debated topic, but uh. <laughs> can you say more about what you're asking? Well, just
1: because there was baptism going on before Jesus said go out and baptize the world and because because John was baptizing right. in the Jordan but other people were baptizing too, but yeah. John was baptizing to bring people to come to repentance. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, you, you kind of put your sure. your finger on the problem. Is is
0: John's baptism the same as Christian baptism? So no. <laughs> I'm asking. Sure. I'm asking. You can't you can't cheat like that. Yeah. So so you say no? Why not?
1: Well, because it hmm, because because Jesus came and He died.
2: But when he said well, I don't know. I think it's not instituted by Jesus. So possibly it's not oh the same. Because that's a good Yeah. Yeah. John's baptism.
0: That would probably where I go is in mm-hmm. kind of a in a logical, temporal, time bound mm-hmm. understanding. Obviously God is outside time but we're in time, right? So if we're gonna have the benefits of Christ's life, death and resurrection given to us in baptism that has to come after Christ lived, died, and rose again on Mm -hmm. earth, if that makes sense. So it's kind of Romans 6 talks about it. When you were baptized, you you were buried with Christ. Well, Christ wasn't buried Mm -hmm. until he died on the cross. But there are some people who will say that baptism is, that John's baptism is basically a Christian baptism. Because in baptism we show, I mean, in some ways we show our repentance for sin, Mm -hmm. our desire to be rid of sin, and our desire to put on, be clothed with, with Christ. And that is Something similar was happening in John's baptism when they were coming to him, uh, awaiting the kingdom of God, wanting to show their repentance, baptism of repentance, um, for the forgiveness of sins. So there there are these kind of ritual washings that take place in Judaism mm-hmm. that I don't think would be the same as Christian baptism because Christian baptism is predicated upon Christ's life, death, and resurrection and also as a one-time, once-for-all event. Mm-hmm. Whereas the washings would be kind of, you know,
2: again and again. Perpetual. Did, did John have any, I mean, when he baptized Jesus, he's, you know, he said, I'm not fit to right, loosen a sandal, or, mm-hmm. but did he say anything, and I'm sure it's in the gospel somewhere, to the people who were being baptized by him, was there like a a ritual that oh, he Oh, was there or some
0: that, kind of formula? Yeah. That is a really interesting question. I don't know. Wasn't that, wasn't
3: that baptism though recognized by the Father?
2: Jesus's was. Yeah. I mean, yes,
0: people? yes. Yeah. So but the other ones
2: before. before. Um, I you saying, yeah. Maybe it were.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I think because John was doing the work of a prophet, they would have been, God the Father would have. <laughs> what do you mean by recognized, Gene? I don't know the exact statement.
3: That
2: was made about this is my son. Well,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so at so so the father appears when Jesus bat- right. well, appears he speaks. Right. the Dove appears. Um, but what was did the father kind of recognize and see their baptism prior to Jesus baptism? Mm. How do I put this? Mm-hmm. Did God the Father see the people getting baptized in the Jordan River by John the Baptist? Did he see that and recognize it as a good work?
2: I'm sure he did.
0: Yes. It seems, yeah, it seems to me. Um, but then you, you do see a the, the full picture of the Trinity at mm-hmm. Jesus' baptism, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then there are some church fathers who will talk about it in such a way that the waters were kind of being filled up with sin, right? So sinners go, and they wash their sin off in the waters, and then Jesus goes, and he... Purifies the water from sin If you can think of kind of the mental imagery of it mm-hmm. And then now when we go in the water The same thing's happening Our sin is being drowned in the water And we're coming out with the very righteousness of Christ um, Kind of like a covering Which is why And we'll get to methods of baptism later But if you can you should immerse mm-hmm. But anybody here was baptized by immersion? Mm-mm. I, it's, it's better imagery, but I will never myself immerse a baby. So, I mean, I'm not going to get in the business of doing that uh, anytime soon. But, I mean, I think the the symbolism of it is actually a better reflection of the reality of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Is that wrote, all of your sins being drowned in the water when you've been raised in Christ. Yes, you?
2: My brother belongs to a non denominational church, and he was baptized, uh, or he calls it re baptism. And they had like a little pool up there and they put uh-huh. their face in the water and, yeah. and then they make a tape of it and you wanted my parents to listen to it, my Catholic parents, so they
4: refused. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so that was. The, since it was a rebaptist. Exactly. Right, right, yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which the, right. Ish, <laughs>
0: the issue of rebaptism is also, I mean, that's long been. Spoken against in the Christian mm-hmm. tradition, I'll just say that there's even the creed say there's one baptism for the remission of sins, and part of the problem is if you're getting baptized again. Um, I'm not saying anything about your brother. I understand. Like, what you're, you know, um, it, it shows that you believe it's more about your work than God's work. Gotcha. Right? That makes sense. Um, because if it's if it's uh, God is faithful and we are faithless, so if you abandon your baptism for a time, you come back to that same baptism. God's word is always always good. Mm, I like that.
3: Gina, yeah, Jesus, Did you say, have a, yeah I, I was at a baptism like you're talking about, friends of ours, mm-hmm. and what I didn't like about it was first time it was it was all deemed that the person wasn't totally involved a little bit before it.
5: Okay, oh. so I had
3: to do it again. Oh, yeah. at the same Seriously? service?
4: Seriously? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh and then, wow. And then, then the second time. Wow. She wasn't under long enough. Oh dear. Oh. So oh. they had to do it again. How long okay.
3: are you supposed oh. to do it? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I, you know, I was always taught it's water in the word. Right. Period. Right. Right. <laughs> Period. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice wow. wow. I thought, man, this is crazy.
0: So, <laughs> so some water, in fact, is it? just plain old tap water. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So somebody brought. One of my father-in-law's friends went to Israel and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and got some water from the Jordan, and they were going to put it in the flat for Violet's baptism. It's, no, that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's just good old St. Louis tap water. Yeah. She was she was uh, baptized at Ascension in South City. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, just plain old water that God attaches promise, and that's kind of the point. Yeah. Is that it's it's a plain, ubiquitous substance. It's available everywhere, right? That's what how much God desires to make his mercy in the But the whole I mean, it's interesting. Did we talk last week about the we baptize you, the Roman Catholic? Mm-hmm, yeah. This is a, it's it's kind of equally, I don't want to use the phrase legalistic, that sounds too bad, but equally scrupulous to say you weren't under all the way, you weren't under long enough. And what did they determine was long enough, Gene? Who knows? You can is, I count I to three or other four? or what was,
3: this, the service also took care of confirmation. Okay. So after she was baptized, <laughs> she was like 10 huh. She was also confirmed. Yeah. So you know, I mean, that's the way they did it. But, right. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess, I guess, if everybody was in agreement that it was a baptism, and they all agreed without saying anything okay. But if there was something somebody saw wrong, it was like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. So that's any any parishioner
0: has the right to throw the flag on the play. Oh, so that's, that's right. <laughs> and, and say that's what happened. Pastor, two different that's people. That's not a different name. one from the first time with the
3: forehead. was well, the same guy that threw a flag on.
0: Not Interesting. So it wasn't
2: um, the pastor that said it wasn't long enough, it was like another person. Yes. Oh. Wow. Interesting.
0: Well, You've been on all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending on how full your church is and yeah. how many people feel scrutinized right. that morning. You woke up on the wrong side of the bed and you're <laughs> <laughs> feeling well, I had in kind, your kind of feisty.
4: and you're
2: sushi.
4: Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm more baptized than yeah. you. Yeah. Right,
0: right. Um, which would be part of what we'd say is in terms of just the water, word, Trinitarian formula, that's what God gives us to do. And a baptism is a baptism is a baptism. Whether it happens in a, in, an innate, in an ornate cathedral, right? Uh, even, oh, I think there's a church in Soulard, a Roman Catholic church, where they have the actual baptismal pool. Into the stone itself at mm-hmm. the very entrance of the, the nave, there, the sanctuary, so you can walk in, which is pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Or if you're baptized on the side of the road with a bottle of water, mm-hmm. a baptism mm-hmm. is a baptism. Um, okay, so uh, point, point, any other questions there before we move on?
5: I'm yeah. actually going to say something. Yeah, Linda. <laughs> okay, um, I think my understanding, going back to John's baptism for a minute, um, was that uh, his baptisms were more about repentance of sin, and in the belief that the Messiah was coming.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, I, um, so I think Jesus Christ, no, not named at the time, but was uh, part of the belief. That one who was getting baptized Accepted that the Messiah The long awaited Messiah was coming And that's how Jesus Christ may have Played a role In those baptisms uh, Before he was even Here
0: Sure, sure, absolutely Yeah, and that's why I think there is a gray A little bit of a gray gray. area About, if I can can Kind of re-ask your Answer your your question again, Linda. Were John's baptisms salvific or regenerative? Would you say yes or no? I think I think you tend to say yes because they were anticipating the Messiah. They had trust in the Messiah, right?
5: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I think they're. they're certainly similar. They have the same trust It's repentance. It can't be, it cannot quite yet be fully as Christian a baptism because Jesus hasn't instituted I agree. It yet. I agree with that completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's I where...
5: Yeah, I just think there was an element of trust absolutely. In, those, in those that were baptized. That yeah. There was going to be a Messiah which would be part of the triune. God, if right. they understood
0: that part. Like, it's taken me, a lot of people, time to understand the, trine,
5: the Trinity. Yeah, I still don't. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> not a easy yeah. concept
0: to grasp. Right, okay. right. Yeah, yeah. so that's a really good, that's a, that's a good way to articulate it, that those coming to be baptized by John mm-hmm. had some faith in God the Father and a <coughs> Messiah who was to come. And then, yes. in short order, they would see that it was, it was Jesus. Because or,
5: John the Baptist believed that, I
0: believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm
5: not <coughs> certain if There's biblical proof of that, but it's, for some reason I... Yeah, I it's
0: know. it's interesting that there's that text in the Gospels about John's disciples, and they send to Jesus to ask whether or not he's the one. And it's not clear from that text why John the Baptist is doing that, if he actually doesn't know that Jesus is the Messiah, or if he's doing it for the sake of his followers to really... Point him to Jesus, given the fact that he's in prison. So, um, it's kind of—I tend to think John the Baptist probably knew the whole time. Yeah. Um, okay. Thoughts, comments, questions. If not, let's go to uh, let's go to six. Are sacraments magic? Um, which is to say, is it as simple as the fact that after <coughs> class you should all go to Deerberg's? Uh, put a little hole in your bottle of water and spray people and say, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, That's
2: not what God would want.
0: <laughs> well, well, isn't it what God would want? I don't to think if, so. If baptism saves, and it's the water and the word, and I you can the give that to I think people have to
2: people. be receptive to it, though. If you go in Deerberg, there would be people there that don't have faith, and you could <coughs> baptize them, and it wouldn't necessarily mean anything.
0: Right. That's perfect perfect segue. It's almost like I paid you to say that beforehand. Yes. Um, so page two eighty four of the small catechism, if you're looking for the reference for this. So so sacraments, whether it's baptism, Lord's Supper, or even we would say absolution, must be received in faith. They aren't it's not magic that we should just spray whoever and that will automatically result in something. Right? So um, Page 284, then the sacraments are rightly used when we, in faith, trust the promises offered and given by Christ through them. They were instituted to awaken, to create, we would say, and confirm faith in those who use them. therefore, we must use the sacraments in such a way that faith, which believes the promises offered and set forth through the sacraments, is increased. Now, here's a tricky Turn a phrase to, to get your mind around Faith does not make the sacrament But it is only through faith That we receive the divinely promised benefit of the sacrament hmm. Someone going parse for me what that means Faith does not make the sacrament But it is only through faith That we receive the divinely promised benefit of the sacrament
1: Well, faith that we make it that's us doing it. It's faith does not make the sacrament. So if I say I'm making this sacrament because I have faith, uh, never mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any other? It's kind of a tricky thing to get your mind around. So in the example of somebody who, who was baptized as an infant and later grew up to reject their baptismal faith, we would say, um, what's the issue there? Was the the was the was sacrament, was the baptism bad, or did something else happen? The person lost their faith? Or they gave yeah, so they lost faith. their faith. We would say they rejected it. Maybe, of course, they'll come back to their faith later in life. Mm-hmm at which point their first baptism is a little bit valid, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I guess the, the point is, and this is a little bit clearer in communion, if somebody who doesn't have faith comes up to the altar and receives communion, what do they get? A what wafer. Do they yeah, wafer and a
2: wine.
0: They don't Kay. get the benefits. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot to talk about next week. Right. <laughs> they don't get the <laughs> benefits. The benefits. They but do they the receive do they receive Jesus? I
2: don't know.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. And I think we're going to say yes and we're going to point to the the fact that it's Christ's word, it's Christ's sacrament, he's actually there. Mm-hmm. They may not have faith, they may receive it actually to their detriment, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians, some of you are getting ill because you're not eating it uh, um, what's this phrase? You're not Uh, recognizing the body and blood of Christ, but they're still getting Jesus in some way. If not, then there's a real question for people of, how do I know I have enough faith to actually receive Jesus? As opposed to saying that Jesus is actually there on the altar for me. Jesus is there in the water for me. Which is another way of trying to say, faith does not make the sacrament, but faith must be what receives what does it say? The divinely promised benefit of the sacrament, mm-hmm. which is maybe a little bit more clear in the Lord's Supper than in, in baptism. So,
2: if we go back to that that statement that you were said, if somebody is baptized as an infant mm-hmm. and then they no longer have faith, um, the benefit of baptism is being part of God's family. And does that mean that they will die and not go to heaven? Because they lost their faith?
0: Well, yeah, I, I think I'd separate it a, a couple different ways. I mean, if they outright reject their faith, yeah. then you'd say, yeah, that's what it appears to us right now, anyway. Okay. The mm-hmm. There's obviously God's eye view of it, and you never know what's going to happen in somebody's life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. probably not
2: a question that we, as humans, can answer about whether or not the getting eternal life. We can answer it by, for ourselves, Yeah, we can't know the mind of someone else. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, and you can't know what will happen in the future. Have I shared yeah. the story about the Catholic couple? Mm-mm. No. That's more a story about prayer, but um, there were a couple, and she was a Catholic. He didn't believe. At all? She, at all. In fact, okay. he was not just an unbeliever. He was very almost uh, hostile atheist. Now some people uh, yes. are very yes. upfront yes. about it. Yes. Um, and for whatever reason they were married. I'm not sure what this this really mm. faithful Catholic woman was doing, or, or unless she did, thought it would get better or something. You know how that sometimes happens. But um, she prayed for him and kept her notes in a prayer journal. Mm-hmm. And she died of cancer in I think her mid 30s. Mm-hmm. And her husband was going through her things and found the prayer journal and read these prayers mm-hmm. that she had prayed for him. Mm-hmm. And eventually he was converted in part through those oh prayers. And he eventually wow. became a priest and everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my word. Um, so that's kind of about, you, you just can't yeah. know, mm-hmm. you leave it to God's time, mm-hmm. uh, and your prayers might be, God might answer them after you're dead, mm-hmm. <laughs> as yeah. weird as that is to say, mm-hmm. right, yeah. Oh, yeah. but keep praying, God might answer them after, even after you pass away. And Monica, you know, St. Augustine's mother, is another great example of <laughs> faithful, faithful, faithful prayer, kept praying, mm-hmm. kept praying, kept praying for many decades for her son, who she thought was lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes the gift of baptism can be can be rejected and that's in part it's not it's not magic because of that mm-hmm. otherwise if it couldn't be rejected then we should all go into deerbergs and take whatever
5: mm-hmm.
0: public misdemeanor fines we get right mm-hmm. you know uh,
5: you can take make uh, commit felonies these days it won't matter
0: right <laughs> that's right <laughs> Um, So it's not magic, it must be received by by faith, but faith itself does not make the sacrament. Which is kind of a tricky thing to get your mind around, but you can kind of start to see how it makes sense. Yeah, I
1: get it it now when you talk about the Lord's Supper.
0: Yeah, with the Lord's Supper. Mm -hmm. And there's a fancy Latin phrase, if I had a whiteboard, I could put it up, called the mandicatio impiorum, the eating of the unworthy, or the eating of the impious. That is to say, if somebody who doesn't believe at all comes in, and takes communion. What do they actually receive? They would say they receive Jesus. He's mm. actually okay. there, okay. but not to their benefit because mm. they're not going to receive it through faith. Mm. I see. Yeah, that helps. Which we had. We had some. Some uh, where I went was extremely religious, but also because of that, had some very avowed atheists. Mm. And so they went to mass one time to see if they could receive mm. the Eucharist, almost mm. as a deliberate kind of sacrilege. Of course, mm. they think it's just bread and wine. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they receive it, and so we'd say, "Yeah, that's, they were actually receiving Jesus in, mm-hmm. in the Roman Catholic Mass, but not not to their benefit. Mm-hmm. In fact, because they got away with it, they probably think less of the, you know what I mean. So they probably even think less of what was going on than they did mm-hmm. prior." Um, okay, we We're not doing too bad. All right, uh, number seven. What is baptism? So, as the Catechism says very plainly, not just plain water. Uh, if you want to follow along, it's on page 285, but water included in God's command combined with with God's word. So, included in the command, combined with God's word. The word baptized most literally in the Greek, it's baptizo, it just means to wash. Some churches, maybe like a non-denominational church like that, will really make a, a big deal of saying baptizo means immerse, it must mean immerse. Well, It kind of more means wash And if you look at how it's used In the New Testament in the Bible They will baptizo Things like couches So if they're baptizoing couches I assume, I mean Maybe you guys take your couch out to your swimming pool And dip it in there (laughs) And immerse it and hold it under I don't I tend to put a little water on it And just rub it that way So if you think about the word wash You can wash something by immersing it in your sink. You could wash a dish like that. If you uh, wash something by by washing the table, by putting it on top of it, something like that, that's what the word uh, means most literally. So our English word wash can have many different meanings, just like the Greek word to dip or to wash can have many meanings uh, as as well. So does anybody have any experience with people who really make a big, big stake their claim in the ground on this the greek word baptizo means to immerse or have you all been spared those kinds of arguments Spare.
4: baptists are that way, right? are that way yeah. yeah so they'll
0: usually be pretty strict about yeah. the greek means immerse which um, in many cases it does right but there was also a few cases of saying you you immerse uh, a couch or something like that well you probably aren't immersing a couch but if you guys do that at your house more power to you but i, <laughs> I don't mind. you know um, it's
2: It's interesting when you think about baptism and um, non-infant baptism, because that's a whole other way of looking at baptism, that people are at an age where they can want baptism. And that's very prevalent in a lot of places. And I've seen it where parents are fearful that their kids will not be saved because... They haven't yet made the decision, mm. rather to be baptized, and that's immersion. So I've heard that. Right. So yes, if we had an experience, I have had some okay. of that.
0: Happen. So that that is um, mm-hmm. from a thirty thousand foot standpoint in the Bible. That is one way of making. It's almost like that. I don't. I wouldn't say this <laughs> to to a person who was saying this, but that's almost a way of making God's saving work dependent on our decision.
2: It is. One hundred percent Yeah, whereas we yeah. would say God
0: God is God. Right. God saves us, right? It's a matter of his yes. act and his will and his So I have, his you grace. know, when yeah. when
2: situations yeah. like that occur, friends of mine that have kids or whatever, I just don't say anything. I'm like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. sure they'll make the right decision. I mean, what else, what else I, I could get into either? a yeah. uh, I'm not learned enough to get into a discussion about what
0: Right. Yeah, there's just. And there is the, the kind of modern thing for people like my generation to do is to raise their kids without any religion. Right.
2: Yeah. And to
0: let them decide for themselves. Yeah. Yes. Which sounds good, but on the other hand, you're basically. you're In one sense, what you're teaching is that all religions are equal. You are. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you're going to say, here's a smorgasbord of stuff, mm-hmm. make some kind of choice, well. Already, they're not making a free choice because, in a way, you've biased them to say none of these are really that important, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, I don't know, would you tell your kid not to brush their teeth or, um,
4: well, and if have proper hygiene in the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> something yeah. like that, The only exactly, decision yeah. in my mind that they can make is no religion because you don't, they don't experience any of them, right? Right, right. right. So, how mm-hmm. are they gonna mm-hmm. choose? Choose, yeah. yeah. And so, we would
0: say something like the, the, the life of faith is not something that you choose for yourself. Ever, you're kind of brought into it, you know. Uh, and yeah, how do you have anything to react against? Which is a way of kind of this, this way of forced neutrality. And of course, this is a this is um, this is true of a lot of politics, right? This idea of neutrality is good in one way, and a free and open society is great. But it's never truly neutral, right? So Bibles in schools, or even. Uh, whatever issue you want to say, if you take something like Bibles out of schools, what you're saying is that, well, this is too dramatic. I shouldn't go there. I'm already in dangerous territory, so why not keep swimming, right? Um, what what you're saying, right, is that is that some kind of education, whatever they're teaching in school, is more important than the Bible. The Bible's fine for your private home life. Mm-hmm. But that's not really going to come into the public and how we interact with one another. And there's a million different examples we can um, anybody ever read Richard John Newhouse? He was a Roman Catholic. No, he was an LCMS guy in the beginning. He was. Uh, he went to school here at Concordia. Uh, he was in the Missouri Senate. He was kind of a radical, anti-war, anti-Vietnam War, leftist in the 60s and 70s, kind of traveled along the spectrum. Uh, to be a bit more conservative, he wrote a book called The Naked Public Square. Um, very interesting book, trying to say that when you take all religious values, and this isn't even saying about Christianity, any religious values out of the public square and say it's all a matter of private. It's just your private devotion at home, whatever you do. What really is the highest value? Well, something like economics or commerce or making money, or there's always going to be some other higher value if you try and take all religion out.
4: Um,
0: So if you want a book that is very long and will... Hope you get to sleep at night. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Try to read The Naked Public Square. It's a really it's an interesting book. But his point is you can never have a truly value free society mm-hmm. where you just have this kind of public space that we all inhabit and make money off of each other, but then we go to our homes a place of worship where we worship our God. There's always some higher value. Mm-hmm. Even if the higher value is something that's pretty good in a lot of places like equality. Right? Mm-hmm. Equality's good. Right. But if that's the only value then it might become problematic right Um, okay now that we've traveled down that uh, unnecessary perhaps controversial rabbit hole uh, any other thoughts on that okay um, into what name are we baptized in the triune name Father, Son, and Holy Spirit Uh, Matthew 28 and as Luther writes in the large catechism to be baptized in God's name is to be baptized not by men, but by God himself. Therefore, although it is performed by human hands, it is still truly God's own work. So in baptism, God puts his saving name on us and is truly present to bless us with all his gifts as his children and heirs. So it's God's work in the, in the full triune name, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, which raises a lot of questions. What about people who are baptized into different names or do you know of examples of people who are perhaps baptized into different names or what of like the Mormon church? Yeah,
1: what's that all about?
0: That's really complicated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, the short answer is Mormons are not really Christians. Right. It's a different view of Jesus, which is where the, the, the real problems are going to be had, of course, is that Jesus is not the only begotten Son of God, uh... Who existed before all eternity He is a person Like you and I Even God the Father Had a human wife In their kind of cosmology and their story Really? Right. Um, so God the Father is hmm. a far more human character Than hmm. than What we know God as hmm. So even though today They would baptize in the name of the I think Mormon baptism is Trinitarian now It used to not be hmm. So I think they would baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, but they have a different intent behind it. And they don't confess mm. the same the same triune God. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would tend to say no. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
0: Now the other question is, as we've talked about, uh, anybody ever seen the movie The Godfather? Yeah. So there's a I baptism mean, in that movie, right? Yeah. yeah, there is. Okay, so if you're doing a baptism... For a movie, and you're using them trying your name, and you're using water, and hmm. anyone can baptize. You don't have to be ordained to baptize, right? Any Christian can baptize. As we confess, you can read your short order of, of baptism in case of emergency back here. Mm-hmm. Is that actually a baptism or not? Was that little? Was it a little girl in the movie? Was that little girl I baptized about 15 times, depending on how many right. takes yeah. they do. Yeah. Is that a, so? Is that a valid baptism or no? If it's in Hollywood.
1: I would
2: say... The intent was... Well, <laughs> I would say, you know, I would say yeah. yes, because it's like communion in the sense that the elements were present at that time of baptism. But she yeah. didn't have anybody speak for her, though. It was an infant.
0: Well, yeah, so she doesn't have her parents to speak for her in that yeah. sense. I don't have her to bring, so to bring her into the faith. There's I no have no
2: idea if it's baptism or not.
0: Yeah, I would tend to say no for the same reason I tend to say no for the Mormons because the intent is not mm-hmm. there. Okay. You know, on behalf a sacrament is not a sacrament apart from its use and it's not a genuine filming a baptism for a movie is not a genuine okay. use right. of the sacrament. Right. I'll but go there along
4: there,
0: with there, that. there can be <laughs> uh, but I mean this could get tricky, right? So if you if you have people who are in a church and they end up not liking the church and they say, Well that pastor was corrupt and that mm-hmm. church is terrible and mm-hmm. We don't think there was ever any genuine baptism at that church, right? I mean, you can see how you could abuse that kind of, I see. those mm-hmm. situations to then negate something good. So, um, okay, we're doing all right. We're, we'll maybe make it through. Okay, um, any other thoughts, comments, or questions on that? So try your name, that's what God gives us. It's a little bit like, you know, putting your family name on something. God pulls out his label maker, right? Anybody use one of those yeah. old school label right, makers? Right, right,
2: right. We still have my yeah. school. There we go. And you <laughs> yeah. type it in, and yeah.
0: chunks it out there, yeah. and you stick it on. Yeah. And it'll never come off. <laughs> so he puts his name on you. Uh, so who are we to baptize? Should we baptize children. Uh, we are to baptize all nations, so the language in Matthew is, is inclusive. In Acts 16, the apostles baptized the entire households. And we would say, and it sounds terrible, because it is terrible, but, but uh, how do we know that babies are sinners? Um, outside of the fact that they grow up, well,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> babies can die, which sounds really terrible. But if you think about the wages of sin being death, mm-hmm. if there were no sin, there would be no no death, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what did, one of my science teachers saw me once, and I have no idea if he's right, and I'm not a scientist by any means, but... All of our cells regenerate every two to three months. So the oldest cells that you have in your body are, and if anybody wants to correct me, (laughs) if anybody actually knows science, please let me know. But the oldest cells in our body, I think are brain cells at five to six months Hmm. old. Right, so everything is kind of constantly regenerating, which would seem to make sense if we were to live forever. That even your biological body would be set up to live into perpetuity. But because of the effects of the fall, sin, and everything else, then we, you know, get older, have problems, and eventually die. So even babies can die, and the wages of sin is death. And so we, we, uh, in that sense, that we know that we're that babies are sinful, um, and so they are included in the all nations who, who ought to be baptized.
2: Okay. Let's let's say um, some child, like I think we are all baptized at a month or two, but let's say I was born and my parents were setting up the baptism but it wasn't set up yet. Uh-huh. At that point, would the Lutheran church say, um, okay, they're baptized because there was a intent? intent yeah. Or how would that work in the Lutheran church? If the child dies before baptism, are they going to
0: heaven? I would tend to say yes. The one uh, the one scriptural passage we have for that is David having hope that he would see his son again. Mm-hmm. Right. So David um, obviously uh, has relations with Bathsheba, kills Uriah. Mm-hmm. The punishment for that is that he'll lose his child. And he, he seems to show forth some hope. Um, there is uh Elsewhere in the Bible, of course, there's a talk of uh, God knitting us together in the mother's womb, and even God is involved in creation, which is why the Roman Catholic Church would say marriage is a sacrament because God right. is involved in, in the creation right. of of uh, children. Um, so, you'd say being part of a faithful family that mm-hmm. fully intended to, um, we would tend to yes, have have hope in that in that sense. Um, there's also a sense of covenant, right? So in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm everyone was made part of the covenant through circumcision well women weren't circumcised but they were included in the covenant based on the familial relations okay now you of course have to balance that thought out with the fact that nobody can believe for you either Mm -hmm. right so you don't grow up in a christian household and then never darken the door of a church for 50 years because well I'm part of the family, I'm mm-hmm. good. Right. Right, I, I'm not yeah. suggesting you're saying that. No, but... Um, but I, and I think that's a necessary corollary to kind of say alongside of Right. That. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. We, yeah. We were taught, and I don't know, you grew up Catholic too, right? No. no. So no I you did? Okay. We were taught that babies um, that were, I don't know the proper word, but born deceased already. I don't know what so you more that. More Still born. Born. Okay, yeah. Or people who didn't get their babies baptized the babies would go to purgatory first right and then there limbo a, too
0: right or was it limbo there is or there is a
2: limbo but i don't remember what limbo maybe it's limbo yeah. and not purgatory because purgatory denotes um pain suffering you
0: need something and, to pur yeah. you have to have some sin to pur- yeah. which of course babies don't have the same <laughs> actual sin right and then, you know, know what, it might
2: be limbo. And I think yeah. that was used as a catch-all term for they right. don't know where somebody goes. Anyway, I just didn't know.
0: Which is a fair way of saying, you know, I guess you can say we can't be 100% sure that God would take the child to heaven. But for believing parents and the baby heard the word I, in the utero, I'd, be, mm-hmm. I'd pretty much yeah. say it. Um I would agree But limbo is a is You know You kind of see Where they come up With that logically anyway right. Even if it's not In the bible as well You got to solve That problem somehow Yeah um, I, would I forgot about say, limbo You're right mm-hmm. Yeah Covenant Covenant families The example of David in the bible Yeah
4: Yeah
0: Okay My wife asked about this Like why couldn't you For example Why couldn't the woman Who's pregnant Baptize her Her yeah. belly
4: Yeah Right <laughs> I've never thought it was a satisfactory it answer is, yeah. to my wife. And I
0: think the problem is, well, <laughs> she said, you know, well, what's, I said, what's the water?
4: Yeah. yeah. And she the said, am- well, the amniotic am- food, food is water, that. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I just don't know
0: about it. And the church hasn't done it. And I think we trust God if something happens that this child has heard the word of God as we've spoken to it. If we sat in church and it's heard the word of God spoken and, and the prayers and, Covenant family and that type of thing, but that's actually a good question, um, and I didn't have an answer for it.
1: Linda's pondering it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Linda's gonna figure it out for us and, and tell us next week.
0: Okay, um, so on the backside, of uh, ten minutes or so, what benefits does baptism give? Well, the forgiveness of sins, rescues uh, from death and the devil, and gives eternal salvation to all who believe this as the words and promises of God declare. Um, to all who believe this. Right. So there's a the kind of element of faith. Yeah. And faith as trust. Mm-hmm. And even the believe word is often is, is about trust, right? So children implicitly trust their parents without having to make some kind of cognitive decision. I would say the same is true for those who uh, are... Uh, less cognitively able than most right. of us, who are make you have the same kind of uh, trust, even if they can't express it in the same way. Uh, Dr. Gibbs at the seminary used to serve down at Holy Cross and in, in um, off of Jefferson there, and there was a young man who was mm-hmm. had Down syndrome. I think. And he said something along the lines of, when he goes to communion, he takes about two thirds of whatever's in the chalice at that point. And his comment was, he has a much stronger faith than I do, right? So um, it's not about cognitive and understanding everything; it's about this kind of element of trust, Mm right? All right. Um, Thoughts, comments, questions. There. I want to see what
1: you say about question eleven.
0: Eleven, why should we be baptized if we already know and believe that Christ forgives us? Well that's a good question, right? Uh, do you have a clue do you have an answer, sure? I not, I <laughs> well, why should we be? If we have an answer, why why be baptized if we already know and believe and have faith? Um,
2: external sign? The benefits are bad. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So so the yeah. external sign that really gives the benefits, right? So you can always trust, you can always doubt in a sense. Mm-hmm your own belief, right? Because that's really common. Everybody has doubts, mm-hmm. especially today when we come across so many different cultures. It's basically inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas maybe it wasn't doubt was not the same in perhaps Luther's day where basically everyone's a Christian. So for Luther, his doubt does not that God exists, it's that God is gracious. Our doubts might be different, right? So we can doubt all those kind of things, but what we can't doubt is that the water hit our forehead in a way. So it's kind it's, of a.
3: Isn't that kind of like the? I just thought it was kind of like the first, the first act of, uh, death the godparents to make sure that child's baptized.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Although you know, godparents will typically be. Um, I don't think our godparents. They that's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was, I'm trying I to think now. of my kids. I don't think yeah. our godparents knew they were godparents until we had the baptism oh, scheduled. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. do other do other traditions do kind of godparents as? These are your godparents regardless of when the baptism is? It,
5: regardless
0: of what? Regardless of when the baptism or if the baptism is scheduled. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of even for like secular mm-hmm. people who don't go to church, if they're like, well, these are the kids' godparents. Mm-hmm. Even if that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the baptism.
1: An auntie or a... Yeah, special you
0: know, special relationship yeah. kind of. Right. Although, yeah, godparents should be the ones, not only... Witnessing the baptism, but then making sure the kids brought up mm-hmm. in the faith as baptism and teaching are always kind of together. I mm-hmm. think
3: that's, that's why it's important that you make sure that the godparents of your child have faith people and
0: yeah, people. Yeah, right. right. not forbidden if something happens to my wife and I here yeah. Lord, to take care of yeah. the spiritual needs of that child. Right. Now, does godparents imply? That they're gonna, if something happens to the parents, the kids go to the godparents. No. 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 Okay, I mean, okay, no. yeah, but but not necessarily. I just no. sure mm-hmm. that that
3: yeah. Have have yeah. yeah, I don't have one and that
0: kind of makes me nervous sometimes. I'm uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, while well, it's five, we probably should have had a will six years ago. There's so.
2: someone you need to talk to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, your hus- is your husband in the business? <laughs> not right. exactly, but right. Shout him up recommend. Friday night, yeah, he yes, okay. could, could recommend he's done him before but that's not his yeah well he can story. recommend
0: somebody to
3: yes he referred me to it now that <laughs> okay. now that we live in missouri because you
0: need a new will for every state right i mean it's it's yeah i don't okay. know i suppose it'd be better to have an iowa will than no will but now that gene's gone i shouldn't insult iowa anymore <laughs> <laughs> okay does that answer the, the question sharon yeah okay. um, is it possible for those who are not yet baptized to be saved? Of course. We, of course, see the thief on the cross mm-hmm. is a classic example. Um, Old Testament bat- believers were not baptized, but they were saved because they believed God and it was mm-hmm. credited to them uh, as as righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a, one the analogy I've heard one time is if there are 100 people in a pool and they're all going to drown in one way or another, right, um, Let's say, you know, they put in a big net underneath it and then drag 98 people out. But then two people are saved in a different way, a lifeguard or something. Mm-hmm. Well, just because the two people were saved in a different way doesn't mean the net didn't save them. Does that make sense? And sometimes people will play these false dichotomies with baptism and say, mm-hmm. Well, um, if faith is what saves and baptism can also save and we can say that's all kind of together, <laughs> actually. Which kind of gets the question number, well, 13, can to be rejected? Yes. And 14, are we to have faith in our, Je- in, baptism or, in our baptism or in Jesus? Well, your baptism is what gave you Jesus in the first place, more likely than not. Right. So it's kind of a false dichotomy that we sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes construct, although you can see where people will get there and have problems with saying something like, baptism saves... Which is like the Baptist church would say, baptism doesn't save, it's an outward sign of the inner reality of faith that you already have, and so it's a commitment to your community. Uh, And you can see where they get there, even though we would disagree with that. Okay, thoughts, comments, questions there.
5: I just have a thought, Uh, just want to say, I shared an article one time with one of my friends who was going to be a... uh, Baptismal uh, sponsor, um, Lutheran Witness had this um, article that was called uh, like um, God par- uh, God parenting for dummies. <laughs> and so made, and it was a very, very good article, and I, I actually thought they should have it and for parents because sure. so many of the responsibilities, so responsibilities lie with the parents as well. Right. It was, it was pretty good.
0: Godparenting for dummies?
5: Uh, yeah. I'm uh, going
0: to see if I can find I had it. the
5: word Godparenting, the word guide and for dummies, so I think that might have been called title.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. Great. Godparenting for dummies. <laughs> yeah. I'm a godparent, so I need this. <laughs> I'm sure you all are godparents of someone, probably. Um, okay, so let's try and wrap it up about five minutes. What about baptism of the Holy Spirit? Does anybody anybody grow up in the 70s and hear a lot about this? There was a kind of charismatic movement coming from Pentecostalism that made its way even through the Missouri Synod, mm-hmm. um, which is why as you're going out of seminary even today, even though nobody's really affected by it that much as they used to be, you still have to fill out questions about that so churches can know where you stand on the issue of the Holy Spirit. I'm mm-hmm. sure if you're on the call committee, you saw my... Did you see it? Um, oh, yeah. So Daryl knows where it stands on the Holy Spirit. Um, but what is? But what about baptism in the Holy Spirit? Anybody use that terminology, hear it at all? I've heard it,
2: but I don't have a reference for it right now.
0: So some churches will say, well, you got your water baptism, and that's all fine and good. But the real baptism of the Holy Spirit is something that comes later when you're really saved and you do something like speak in tongues mm-hmm. or something like that. Which is interesting. That tends to create a lot of uh, pressure. Angst. Angst. Yeah. Because if you don't right. really know you're saved and you're kind of in this in-between space, mm-hmm. until you do something like speak in tongues, then you better get up in front of your church body and make something up. Right? I mean, really, there. Are, That's what I
2: think. Like, you feel forced to, like, pretend you're speaking in tongues mm-hmm. or something.
0: Right, which of course, trying to force the work of the Spirit. I mean, mm-hmm. the Spirit has condescended to work through water and, and bread yeah. and wine, right? The Spirit has chosen to do that, but you also can't force the Spirit in other ways. That is a way of trying to force the Spirit. We would say, um, so well, the um,
1: Holy Spirit is there in baptism, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And they would say though that there's an extra gift that's given, perhaps. Mm-hmm. When the Holy Spirit really comes upon you, and uh-huh. you speak in tongues, or you can heal, or those kinds of things. Uh, we were
2: confirmed, like in seventh and eighth grade, and that was another uh, form of of baptism when you're confirmed. And we they mentioned right. Spirit at that point. So yeah. So that kind of, and you had to take on like a confirmation name, <laughs> like an extra name.
0: Do you remember your name? Uh,
2: no. <laughs> Tim, do you
0: remember yours? Yeah. What mark? Mark. mark okay. Where, yeah. came Where my parents got that, or suggested that? Maybe I threw it out there. I don't huh? Know. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really have the whole name thing in, in the Lutheran Church. Um, we do do confirmation because you know you're saying, okay, you're at this point in your life where you can lay hold of these promises. Do mm-hmm. you? Do you assent to to do all forsaking all else, even even death? As opposed to forsakenness. I so, think, I
5: think Lutherans used to do the, another name. Did they really? Okay. I think so. Huh. At least my grand, great, <coughs> great grandparents had four names mm. or whatever, mm. and they mm. came from mm. Germany. Okay, mm.
0: interesting. That would make sense. I mean, there was the. Um, well, I assume
5: fa- they did the same thing. Yeah. Do. Interesting. So why would they have
4: that many? <laughs> right. Yeah. <You> know. they, <laughs> they, Just for you kicks.
2: Know, Timothy, yeah. Eugene, Mark, yeah. whatever. The name has to, you know, it has to appear in the Bible. Right. So right. I, I, my name might have been Helen, but I don't know about Helen in the Bible. But huh? You know, it was Grandma's name. Huh. Anyway. Huh. I don't
0: remember my name. Yeah.
2: And it was a whole group of kids. It was like fifty kids all confirmed. Sure
0: because the bishop has to do it right correct. you can't just be yeah, your ordinary correct. Joe <laughs> Joe parish priest right correct um, yeah okay interesting yeah uh, okay so baptism of the Holy Spirit they would say there's thanks for gift we would say that's different we would largely also say that the gifts of the Holy Spirit in that extraordinary way were limited by and large to the early church um, for for the growth of the early church Although you still do find people speaking in tongues That is I think legitimate You still do see a lot of healing miracles today That is legitimate Um, Even though we in America are not as attuned to spiritual realities As other places So the Lutheran Church in Madagascar That has many millions of people They begin every worship service with an exorcism Because they are obviously hyper aware of spiritual realities And so they purify in a sense the space Through exorcising any demons that might be there Mm. Um, part of that is because are you serious? Yes and part of that is because Their people By and large uh, many of them haven't Intentionally brought demons into their lives so they're Seeking the witch doctor or mm. Or whatever mm. Shaman mm. right? So whereas our hearts in the west are just cold and dead They're actually Actively seeking spiritual help From mm. places that are not God mm. We'll put it that way um, Okay should we be baptized more than once? No, one baptism is for the remission of sins, and part of that is that baptism is our God's work and not ours. Even if we are faithless and reject our baptismal faith for a time, God is the nevertheless faithful, and baptism belongs most fully to him, not to us. So what that what reality would baptism make for our daily lives, we daily return to the fundamental truth of our baptism. This is how Luther describes it as kind of a daily dying and rising, that you wake up in the morning, you drown the old Adam and you a new man lives in repentance and faith before uh, before God so you have the Romans 6 reality of our baptism and if, if I give you homework read Romans 6 and 7 tonight of our baptism into Christ's death and resurrection but then also followed by the reality of the Romans the Romans 7 reality of the divided self the good I want to do I do not always do uh, who am I wretched man uh, thanks be to God that gives me the victory so those two chapters uh, go together or we would say Lutherans, we would say we're simultaneously saint and sinner at the same time. I did get some Latin. So when you go <laughs> yeah. to Yaya's and uh, see if somebody will trade you a drink for learning some Latin, you never know <laughs> what might happen. Simul uses epicotter, uh, simultaneously just saint, epicotter, and sinner. Simultaneously saint and, and sinner. Um, and then what about the mode? Of baptism, in many ways, immersion presents a better picture of the reality that is actually happening—drowning sin, rising of life. But for convenience, we mostly sprinkle. Um, although you know it's our 50th anniversary in a few years, so maybe we should have a big capital campaign. And in the North X, you can put a big swimming pool. I was going to say a swimming pool. Daryl can get the permits on that, and he'll have to do all the work as the trustees for putting that in. I'm sure it'll be lots of fun. Wow. And we'll right.
1: have to get in and be rebaptized.
0: And be rebaptized, <laughs> yes! <laughs> no! Foul on the play! Any Any last <laughs> have you not thoughts? you been listening? <laughs> That's right! Shame on right. you, Charlotte! <laughs> <laughs> any last thoughts, comments, questions? No, but I like the session
2: tonight.
0: Good. Alright, yeah. so Linda, if you're able to mute your mic. And then we'll go ahead and pray the Lord's Prayer. So next week at 7, then a week off, then one more week. So uh, let, us, uh, let us pray. Our, our Father, Father, who art, who art in, in heaven, heaven our hallowed be thy, thy name. God. Thy, kingdom, thy come,
1: kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this
4: day our, day our daily bread, bread and, and forgive us our trespasses, trespasses, as we forgive those
1: who trespass against us. us. And, and lead us, lead us not, not to temptation, temptation but, but deliver us from, from evil. For thine is the and kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
0: Okay. <laughs> Take here, Linda. Hope you feel, you feel better soon. Thank
2: soon. You. In the Catechism on the bottom of page 289, last half of the very last paragraph,